it really is awesome because I get to problem solve a lot. I get to say like, all right, how is this working for you? And is it working? Is it not? And if it's not, let's figure out why and let's change it. You get to really impact people's lives directly and have that really close relationship with them, see them do the things that they that are important to them. Welcome back to another QC FitFest podcast. I'm just Joni along with Chris Maltzberger, founder of QC FitFest. It's coming up, Chris, February 18th and 19th at the Bend Expo, 922 Mississippi Parkway in East Moline. Let's talk about what all we've got going on at this year's third annual QC FitFest. You know, Joni, as usual, I am super pumped up about this. Um, every time I talk about this, when someone asks me a question about it, or I'm doing these interviews or talking to a vendor, um, I just get super pumped up about this. There, we, we have grown this from what was just a random idea of seeing a void in the community of, of trying to bring uh, health and fitness to the community all the way up to where it is at now. And, and I couldn't be more excited to have this one. We have made a lot of uh, really fun additions. So we have, for instance, uh, we have Richmond elite performance going to be doing a weightlifting competition. Uh, we're going to be having breaking point Brazilian jiu-jitsu there doing a, a, a jiu-jitsu seminars or, and, uh, and demonstrations and this year we actually are adding uh, futsal games, which are for, for people who are not familiar with that, it's indoor soccer. And uh, we're super, super excited about that. And I know, Joni, me and you are both really excited about this. We're bringing in Kyle Flowers, who for our listeners who are not familiar with this yet or have not heard about this yet, Kyle Flowers is a gentleman from Alexis, Illinois, and he created an actual sport uh, from scratch. It's called Core Sports Revolution. And he bought his old high school in Alexis, put this field on there. It's a mixture between soccer, football, and baseball. And, uh, or I'm sorry, soccer, football, and basketball, rather. Basketball. And, yeah. And, yep. And, uh, and it, he started it there at his gym that he's this, this, the uh, rec center, if you will, that he created. And he reached out to me. I heard about it. I was all in. And he's going to be showcasing it for the first time outside of Alexis at our expo. So that among all of our vendors and, and all uh, the kids zone and all the other fun stuff, the classes with Pat Militich and Billy Blanks and Don Wilson, we are just so pumped about this, this upcoming expo. There's so much for everyone. And we're going to have a really uh, great kids zone as well with inflatable obstacle courses. So there is something for everyone, something some way for every person in the Quad Cities to move because we really truly do have so much here in the Quad Cities that's unique to us from Kyle Flowers with CORE to the Olympic weightlifting to so many uh, just different and exciting, fun, interactive ways to discover what can be healthy for you and starting your health journey. Absolutely. And we didn't want it to be just one of those, you know, those, those stale, you come to the expo, you get a free sample and then you leave. And by the time you get back in your car, you've kind of just already forgot where you came from besides you have a bag of goodies and that's it. Um, we wanted to make sure that it's educational, it's engaging, it's interactive. You know, a lot of people have kind of referred to this expo as like a health and fitness circus because, you know, you could be talking with this, um, chiropractor for an example getting a free adjustment and then look over and you can see a live zumba class or you can participate in a live yoga class and then after you're done you can go and 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 uh, uh take a self-defense class if you want to uh you could watch this soccer game you can watch this gymnastics company who has this huge trampoline they're bringing in and watch all these kids doing a bunch of flips up in the air it's just really everywhere you look and there's movement and there's excitement and there's and there's fun positive energy and i love that 
Yeah, yeah. And the educational aspects of everything, too, with all of the booths being interactive. Education is such an important part of QC Fit Fest, too. And I think what sets us aside in being one of the most premier health and fitness, sports performance, athletic health and fitness expos. I know that's a mouthful, <laughs> but, you know, in, in being able to provide that to the Quad Cities, you'll be getting you know, educated on all of these things as well uh, from the different 40 plus vendors that we have. And one of our main sponsors, Genesis Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine. We are so excited to have them as our headlining sponsor, helping uh, bring preventative, proactive approaches to physical therapy and sports health for whether you're an athlete or you're someone who just wants to get stronger at your game or stronger in walking or hiking or doing everyday exercises. It's very important to look at our health in a proactive way in order to prevent injury and to optimize the way that we function and move through life. So joining us today is Kirsten Euclea and David Wedeking from Genesis Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine, also the founders of the Training to Run program. They're going to tell us a little bit more about that. Welcome to QC Fit Fest podcast. Hi, Joni. Thanks for having us. <clears throat> Absolutely. We're very happy to have you here. And thank you so much for being um, our headlining sponsor this year. You bet. We're happy to be a part of it. We're very happy to have you on board as well. So let's talk a little bit about the history here of the Training to Run program that you and Kirsten got started. Yeah, so we um, identified some common trends in some of the patients we were seeing. Um, Kirsten and I and the other founders who helped form this program are pretty active runners ourselves. And so we've, uh, we enjoy treating um, runners of various kinds and experience and we started to notice a lot of the same similarities uh, with the runners and things that they showed that made them more injury prone and a lot of the reasons that they were end up having to come to see us to begin with. So uh, we decided to get this program started where we could take those clients, hopefully before they're injured to begin with, and refine some of those mechanics and those strength or flexibility deficits that end up bringing them into our clinic and try to change those things ahead of time so they can stay out there and stay healthy. Well, one of the things I was going to say is, you know, I'm not new to seeing a lot of runners in where I live in the Quad Cities. There's just a strong running community where I am. And sometimes there are people who are running and they are literally look like they're broken down. They are like hobble running, you know, <laughs> they're like kind of hobbling, <laughs> kind of running. And I, I just, I'm like, I, I know that there's such a love for running here in the QC, but at the same time, every once in a while, when I see someone like that, I, I, it amazes me that they're even still trying to run with those kinds of postures. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see a transformation of a patient um, or client like that that comes in with running form that makes you cringe a little bit (laughs) and then be able to see the transformation over just a couple weeks of, um, you know, improved form, improved efficiency. And then I think the thing that's the coolest for us as trainers is to see them enjoy running even more. So they say, oh, this doesn't have to hurt. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So that's the coolest thing. Yeah. How long is the training to run program? How does it, does it happen every so often? Is it, does it, is it last a few weeks at a time to six or eight weeks at a time? What does um, the kind of module or training class look like? So our standard program that we generally uh, go by is it's once a week for three weeks. We sometimes do an expedited uh, class, like once a week just for two weeks, depending on what works best for our clients. Um, We had originally done um, some uh, group classes, uh, which we're still open to doing. Um, But since COVID, we started doing a little more of the individualized ones just for um, safety and patient preference and things like that. 
but yeah, typically it's the, it's one, two to three week program. We meet once a week for 60 to 90 minutes. Um, and then we do some video analysis throughout that pr- process to identify some of the inefficiencies that we're seeing. And then we help people to uh, individualize a strengthening and stretching program so that they can address those issues. And then we get to see the cool um, after video at the end that shows the the progress they've made in already a short amount of time. So, so as so as a as an average runner, okay, if 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 what do you guys typically see? Like, what is causing the injuries? Is it because they're putting too much weight on one side of the body? Is is because the shoes they're wearing? I mean, to someone who doesn't understand why runners get injury, like, what do you guys see? What do you guys typically see? What causes those those injuries if they do not? take a program like yours, like yours, for an example? We really see a wide variety of injuries. Um, like the causes of them are pretty varied, but it's amazing really to see like something little mechanically that you're doing. Like, let's say your knee while you're running kind of dives in towards your other knee when you're kind of standing on it and pushing off of it. Um, Mm-hmm. That little bit of a mechanical problem really magnifies itself when you're taking, you know, 60 steps on that leg per minute and you're running for 30 minutes or some of these runners 60, 90, 100 minutes. Um, sure. You just get those little mechanical changes can be really amplified. Mm-hmm. And so we end up with a lot of kind of strain injuries, like overuse injuries is probably the biggest category um, where you just kind of tend to have a mechanical issue that will bias one part more than the other, and then it gets overused and angry and painful. Joni kind of alluded to earlier, you can, you see some people out there running and you're wondering how they're still doing it. Um, That was another thing we kind of identified when we were starting this program was, you know, as you're growing up, you have a a baseball coach who shows you how to throw or a basketball coach shows you how to shoot. And there's not really a point for most people when somebody actually teaches you, Hey, there's actually a a good way to run. And so that's kind of what we wanted to do for those people who end up coming to see us. So I had a real quick question about, and this is going to be how I frame it, piriformis, psoas and sciatica. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Those tend to be some of the more common sensitivities or injuries or, you know, areas that people tend to pull a muscle in and that you're rehabilitating. But what about the lumbar spine? What about some other, you know, all of those things are really connected. And so a lot of times um, when it comes to physical therapy and biomechanics, it's hard for people to understand, like, why, how their neck is connected to another part of their body, like their bowels, for instance. I mean, that's just why that's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't know. But, you know, there's communication going on throughout the body at all times. And so there are lesser known connections um, between maybe a posture or um, insoles for your shoes. How can, you know, the posture of your feet then travel up your leg and create an issue, let's say, in your psoas or your lumbar spine? So I, I wanted to see if you guys had any um, insight on some of those injuries in a preventative measure that you could share. Yeah. So low back specifically started there. Um, I, we see some people who have some of those issues. One uh, thing that can cause that is a compensation for say lack of hip mobility. So like if somebody can't push through their leg um, on that as their leg goes behind them when they're running as well as they'd like to, um, one way your body's going to accommodate for that is arching your back a little bit more. And like Kirsten was talking about, it's those, little micro traumas or things that our bodies put through that it wasn't meant to that happen over and over again that lead to those some overuse injuries. 
Uh, we see a lot of people um, with their running injuries are related to, say, hip strength or ankle mobility. Um, and the, the problem with those is they sit kind of on opposite ends of this long limb with a knee in between. And so if you have deficits on one end or the other, it's going to make the segments above or below have to compensate for that. And now they're doing things that they're not meant to do um, just because they're having to take up the slack for something that's not either strong enough or not uh, flexible enough. Okay. And what are some of the, you know, type of exercises that you do then for just, you know, like a simple exercise that you would do to help maybe correct some of that, or just even from the preventative aspect, a simple stretch people can do to help loosen some of those things up? So I would say for like going off of David's example with like a tight hip, um, causing some back pain. Um, so kind of focusing on like a hip flexor stretch, um, where you're in like a tall kneeling position and kind of lunging forward on one leg. Um, you can get a good hip flexor stretch there and, uh, thinking about hip, mo- like hip mobility in general, the two things with runners will usually see, um, would be like a tight hip flexor in the front. Um, or also kind of like tight external rotators in the back of the butt, like you had mentioned, maybe like piriformis, that kind of thing. Um, so that stretch can be accomplished by crossing your leg over the other leg and kind of pulling the knee towards the opposite shoulder. Um, so those two like hip mobility exercises are probably the most common things that I'll advise for a runner struggling with hip mobility. Yeah, the, the tough part is too, you get you know, several different runners, maybe with the same injury, but it can come from so many different areas. Like the compensation could be above, it could be below. Um, and so that's kind of the, the unique part about our program or why we um, enjoy that kind of that the changes you make so quickly is that we do that, you know, slow motion video analysis to help us determine kind of where the issue's at. Um, so we see a lot of runners who come in and say, Hey, I've been doing this, this stretch for you know a month and it doesn't seem like it's doing much. And then you watch them do the stretch and the stretch is a little off or maybe that they're they're stretching something that didn't actually need to be stretched and it's something else that we need to work on strength wise or down the chain. Um, and so it's, it, it's hard in the way that running injuries, especially don't seem to be like a one size fits all or exercises either. And that's kind of the fun part about doing this program is we get to individualize it all for each person. Absolutely. And okay. So now I want to kind of take it to a different angle. You know, me and Joni are very big on uh, hearing about the journey of businesses and individuals. So, okay. So the, the program itself, Genesis training to run, how long has this been going on? And is it just you and Kirsten that runs this or do you have a team of people under you? How many physical therapists are, are a part of this training to run program? Yes, we've been going for about five years now, um, and we have a a pretty solid team. We have, I think, eight to ten trainers now um, who run through it, and we have – they're located at a variety of different clinics, so that helps us to reach out to different populations um, so they don't always have to always travel to Davenport or Bettendorf or wherever it may be. Nice. Yeah, we have a pretty good team. Okay, so you have several physical therapists. Now, now, now again, just keeping along the same line of the journey, we always love to hear about the individuals that we're speaking with as well. So I guess I'm going to ask this question first to David and then Kirsten, if you can do a follow up answer of your own. What got you into physical therapy? Like, was there a moment in time that you were mm-hmm. like, okay, this is what I want to do and this is why I want to do it? Yeah, so I, I think a lot of people in PT have the you know, the, I was in PT kind of story, but I actually didn't have a whole lot of that. I had some mm-hmm. um, family members that were in healthcare. And so I, I knew kind of early on that I wanted to do something like that. 
I actually went into college thinking I wanted to be a clinical psychologist and then mm-hmm. realized I wanted to be a lot more hands-on and I just didn't feel like that was going to be something I wanted to do long-term. Um, PT really, I think, was interesting to me and exciting for me because I was in sports growing up and I loved being active and I, I saw this as an opportunity to help other people get back to being active and doing the things that they want to do. Um, but on the other side of things, it also, you know, it's, it's a fairly flexible job that allows me to still have a good family life um, and balance the the ever going challenge of work life balance. So That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from my perspective, um, I did have the typical PT story where you're injured in high school and you go to PT and you look around and you say like, oh, this is cool. I could do this. Um, and so I investigated PT and then also like orthopedics, more of like a MD route. And I really liked PT because we can really get to know our patients individually and problem solve. Um, so we have a unique opportunity as a PT to see patients frequently, right? So you might see your doctor every three months, six months, a year. Um, PT, we get to see you at least once a week, usually. Um, so it really is awesome because I get to problem solve a lot. I get to say like, all right, how's this working for you? And is it working? Is it not? And if it's not, let's figure out why and let's change it. So you get to really impact people's lives directly and have that really close relationship with them, see them do the things that they, that are important to them. So it's a great satisfier in that respect. And it's always just such a great way to connect with the community when we get to know each other a little bit better, when we get to understand our motivations for, you know, why it is we're doing what we're doing. I know that that often transfers in our jobs out to the public or the community or the person that we're working with. And I, I really like how, you know, physical therapy is such an individual methodology of being able to meet a person's function, even though there's a lot of exercises that might look the same um, and might help the same, help the same body parts. But yeah, I, I just really like to give a shout out to the preventative and individualized aspect of uh, physical therapy. Yeah, Thank I you. agree. So one last question here on my end. Uh, everybody hears that running is so hard on your knees. And <laughs> so what are some easy tips that you could provide that would help maybe take some of the pressure off? So actually, there's some cool research that shows that running um, does not lead to more arthritis or a loss of any sort of cartilage um, when they compare runners on average to a non-runner um, until you get to like the really elite, like ultra marathoners and that kind of thing. Um, so that is one thing I always really educate my patients on is like walking and running. It's actually not shown to lead to any damage as far as increased arthritis risk or changes in cartilage. Um, and actually there's been some studies that have shown improvement in, um, cartilage and even like low back disc health for runners versus non-runners. So I think that that's really cool to see. Um, and also as far as preventative of wear and tear, that's exactly where David and I and uh, the other trainers come in with training to run. Um, one of the big things that we really work on is to decrease the overstride that a lot of people have that really increases the force to the joints. Um, and so we work on increasing that cadence, that turnover rate when you're running to decrease the force that you do get through all the joints, the ankle, the knee and the head, the low back, that kind of thing. 
Yeah, no, that's fa- that's really fabulous. I, I am excited to learn more. So just please tell us when the next Training to Run program starts. <clears throat> we are currently scheduling as needed. So when we have people who are interested in the program, um, we have them reach out to us or at one of our events. And then based on when their availability is and ours lines up, we figure out a time that works best for everybody. Okay, so I do have one more question. I know that we're getting ready to to, <laughs> to end the near of our of our podcast, but I, I'm very curious. Um, is this program built specifically for runners, or can other athletes, uh, baseball, basketball, football, soccer players, take this program as well? And what is the ages? Is this an all ages thing? Is it more so just for young adults or older? Like, like what is what is the age gap? And is it just specifically for runners, or other athletes can do this as well? We've definitely worked with some other athletes. Our our program is geared primarily toward like a distance runner just because sprinting even is going to change a little bit of the mechanics that you're going to use. Um, Mm -hmm. But as far as ages, uh, 10 and higher is kind of the range we've seen. Uh, We've worked with 10 year olds. We've worked with 78 year olds. I mean, it's been all over the map. We've had people who are elite runners take it. We've had people who are running their first 5k. Um, It really just is all wide range of skill levels. And we've found that really there's always something that people can change to make their uh, form a little bit better. Yes. Well, that, that's fantastic. Well, I really loved uh, hearing about this program and, and I, and I can't wait to learn it even more and seeing you guys um, uh, down at the expo. Um, so if, if I'm a listener, how can I get in contact with you guys? How can I find more information about you guys? Uh, give, give me the, give me the, the fun details on how I can look you guys up. So we have a email proxy that if you're interested in training to run or if you have some questions for us, um, you can email training to run at genesishealth.com. Uh, that one will get you to any of your, of our trainers and we can help you with any questions or get you set up for training to run. If you want to learn more about training to run, like the cost associated with it or some details on that, you can go to the Genesis website. So Genesis health systems website, and then just search in the search bar for training to run. And our site should have all those details. We also have uh, another option. Some people are, have difficulty scheduling that multiple weeks. We do also offer a um, just one visit running analysis, which is reduced cost compared to the program, but we still do a video analysis and give people some tips and things uh, that they can change, including some strengthening or stretching exercises based on what we see. That's fabulous. Thank you so much, David and Kirsten from Training to Run at Genesis Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine. Thank you so much for being on the QC Fit Fest podcast. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. And don't forget to stop on by the Genesis booth at the QC Fit Fest Expo, February 18th and 19th at the Bend Expo, 922 Mississippi Parkway, East Moline. Head to our website, qcfitfest.com. And at the Genesis booth, you can even try out, you can get a free screening, and you can try out their Force Dex, which is uh, a unique plate plated system that helps analyze and give information about your either proneness to injury and uh, what they can do to help you look at preventative measures that you can take to possibly prevent injury in the future as well. So you can stop on by for that free screening during the QC Fit Fest Expo. And don't forget to sign up for our private classes. We've got a meet and greet with Buff Bagwell from WWE. We have a private self-defense class with UFC Hall of Famer and Quad City native 
Pat Militich. We also have a Dance It Out workout with Dance Sensation, Billy Blanks Jr., if you love that cardio kickboxing dance feel. And then we've got kickboxing legend and martial artist uh, extraordinaire Don the Dragon Wilson teaching a private kickboxing class as well. So head over to QCFitFest.com for all your tickets and more information about the third annual QC Fit Fest at the Bend Expo this year. Thanks so much for joining us today.